ladies and gentlemen, sit back and get comfortable. But not too comfortable. It's the WCHL Podcast with WCHL Commissioner Christopher Perry and Andrew Majorkirk. Yes, indeedy it is. It's another edition of the WCHL Podcast. I am the WCHL Commissioner Christopher Perry, and on the other end of the line, it's my very best friend in all the world, the Ice King extraordinaire uh, at the Blazers Ice Center, and the general manager for the University of Oklahoma hockey team, it's Andrew Majorkirth. Andrew, say hello to all the masses. Hey, hey, hey. Andrew, how is it going this week? You know, now that we're kind of the season's going, we actually have a team playing. We're getting in a little bit of a rhythm here. We're getting in a we're getting in a little groove here. It's, I know. Yeah. Much to the chagrin of all the listeners that we have, oh, yeah. <laughs> they're sure so they're disappointed. Like, they're like, here comes these guys again. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, we thought we had a good break. What was oh, going man. on? Uh, it's so nice and quiet and peaceful. We thought twenty twenty was over, and now you guys are just compounding the misery. Just, yeah, just piling it on here. Go away already, guys. Well, hey, Andrew, I have to tell you, uh, I had a change of scenery. Yeah. Uh, I'm out of the corner in the, oh boy. I know, I know the, the, um, I'm, I've graduated to, not to my unofficial office, but to my unofficial, unofficial second office, um, otherwise known as my daughter's bedroom. Until uh, she comes home in a couple months. Well, yeah, uh, she, I don't know if she'll come home. I don't know. Cam the Ram. We'll see if she ever comes home again or not. Um, but uh, <laughs> After this last day, who knows, right? <laughs> <laughs> her her brother had uh, had to stay here for a little while, and um, so he invaded her room for a little while. And uh, yeah. anyways, uh, so so I, I've graduated. I'm no longer confined to a corner. I've actually got a. Uh, I'm surrounded by you know. Legally Blonde 2 and Harry Styles and... Oh, boy. Niall, yeah. Niall Horn, whatever his name is. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm just, you know, if it's girly, it's here. So yeah, you fit right in. Yeah, I do fit right in. And and just to make matters, uh, just to cap it all off, I'm staring right at a November 2020 calendar. <laughs> it's January of 2021, and my poor kid. <laughs> yeah, you know. Oh, well. Hey, uh, let, let's talk about some of the games that we had this past week. Um, the only team that's playing in the Western Collegiate Hockey League, once again, it's still Missouri State. So They're, congratulations to you guys. You're the big winner. Battling it out. Yep. So uh, Coach Jeremy Law and Ryan Armstrong, the GM, and all the guys, they, uh, they have found a way to play here in the spring. So uh, congratulations to them. They're the only team in the Western Collegiate Hockey League that's playing. And this past week, they had the pleasure of going to our favorite place in the world to go on road trips. Yep. Iowa State. Iowa State. They would go up to the Ames ISU Ice Arena in scenic Ames, America. Oh. I know. Why? And, um, uh, but hey, you know what? It worked out for the Ice Bears. I think, in fact, I think, Andrew, if my, if my memory serves, I haven't gone back to listen to last week's podcast, but I think one of the two of us accurately predicted a split yeah i think we did too not we there's no we take all the credit yeah. in the world it was you 
yeah. I, I, I even think I, I even think I called the Friday win. Oh, you might have. I, I, you I know, as commissioner, as commissioner, I was hopeful that they were going to get them both. But um, you, you know, the more realistic of the two of us, uh, pull, <laughs> yeah. pulls off, pulls off the, uh, the, the, I guess the prognosticator of the week. Um, so because Missouri state goes up to Iowa state on a Friday night, Friday night in the big town and, and they, they score, take them out. they score with, uh, it's like uh, six minutes to go in the game. Josh Bell scores, uh, yep. scores the game. They scored two yep. third period goals and the game winner by Josh Bell, to turn a two to one Iowa State lead after forty minutes into a three to two Missouri State victory. Congratulations to the Ice Bears. Yes, got their first win of the season. They, first, uh, yep, first W. First W this season. Josh Bell gets on the board for the first time on the season. So I think we talked about that last week that Coach Law needed to get some of his big guns going and scoring. And Josh Bell shows up, puts a goal on the board, and they win. So hey, yep, we're we're looking like hockey guys here. Well, and what and what else do we talk about? We talked about how Missouri State, when they play hockey and limit the number of penalties, they hang they're in tough. games. Yep. Right? They, and uh, Iowa yeah. State doesn't take an awful lot of penalties. Nope, they're disciplined. They, and uh, on, two, yep. Friday night, two, both teams only had two penalties. Two penalties aside, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Iowa State goes one for two. That's, you know, I guess you'd rather them, you know, go over, but, uh, you know, giving them only two chances is pretty dang good. Yep, yep, nothing, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, especially compared to a couple of weeks before when it was just uh, a well, parade to the yes, uh, to the penalty 14, box there. Fourteen penalties or whatever that was Ooh. a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, so hey, good for good for MSU, and uh, great for Andrew Majorkerth. Yeah, you, you're gonna uh, you're gonna take full credit now. Does that also go down as a win on the Oklahoma uh, record as well? Because you correctly predicted it. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to claim we, we that need, for yourself? <laughs> we need some kind of love over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it ain't happening. Not happening. <laughs> oh, geez. Well, okay. So good for uh, good for the boys. It, Bailey Stevens was in net. Uh, stopped forty one. I uh, stopped thirty nine of forty one shots. And um, you know this was the third game um, against. Iowa State that they played, and so they had basically evened the uh, the season series because they lost one. Uh, then they lost one in a shootout, which the computer will see it as a tie, and it was an epic shootout, eight rounds. And now they've got one, so uh, one one and one going into the Saturday afternoon affair. You know that's got to be. I guess that's pretty good. Where you play them on a Friday night at like seven or seven thirty. There's not a whole lot to yeah. do in Iowa. No. I mean, what do you do after the game? You order out pizzas, go back to the hotel, and yeah, that's about it, right? There's no nightlife. Yeah. There's no going outside and throwing snowballs at one another. There's no nothing. Well, that's the hockey capital of the world, isn't it? <laughs> and then on Saturday, thankfully, they 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 uh, you know they played the game at five o'clock, so you don't have to sit there and suffer. What's the Andrew? What is the absolute worst thing about game day? The absolute worst thing about game day for me is sitting around the freaking hotel room. The waiting, the waiting. Yes. Tom Petty said it best. The waiting is the hardest part. And, uh, man, I'm telling you what, especially on a Saturday, because you've got a checkout of the hotel at, what, 11, 12? 12, yeah. Game, you got all yeah. that time to sit around and wait. Yes. Game, yeah, game, game time is until 7. You don't get to the rink till 5, so you got to find a way to kill six hours. Oh. But thankfully, I, thankfully, uh, Iowa State did them a solid, got them out of there at uh, 
Got them out of there at a decent hour. Yeah. For the Saturday game, started at 5 o'clock, and got them, so they were out of there at, at a little after 7. Get them on the way back to Missouri. On Saturday night, though, Missouri State um, uh, couldn't complete the comeback. They were down uh, 4-2 to two going in uh, after 40 minutes of play. And it looks like it's just going to be another Iowa State cruise to the victory. You know, Missouri State got what they wanted. But uh, give Missouri State credit. Showed they, a lot of heart. Yeah. yeah. And they uh, scored two goals in the third period to make it a squeaker. And it uh, ends up being a 5-4 Iowa State win. But, um, boy, Missouri State sure did make it competitive. Yeah, yeah. They scored that fourth goal right in the middle of the uh, third frame there. Yeah. So, you know, Iowa State had to play for 10 minutes with a one-goal lead, and that's, you know, that's tough to do. It's tough to do is right, especially uh, especially against a team that's got all the momentum. So yep. that's, uh, I'd say, you know, this is just me, Commissioner. I've got to look at things, you know, glass half full, Mr. Positivity. That's what I'm known as around the ACHA, Mr. Positivity. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, I would say this is a heck of a weekend for Missouri State. Yeah, no, nothing wrong with it, nothing wrong with it. The, yeah. Uh, you know, they took five penalties on Saturday, but nothing after the 10-minute uh, mark of the second period. So, you know, they played half a game with no penalties. So, you know, they're kind of – they must be listening to us, I think, maybe. Well, let's hope. Let's hope. And I think it's easy to see. I mean, Iowa State goes, what, three for five on the power play on Saturday night? Yep. And, you know, so when you're playing those guys or when you're playing anybody good, um, you just got to keep out of the box. Don't give people the opportunity to – to, uh, you know, play you with uh, odd man numbers. Yeah, you know, and they, they were down 2 nothing in the uh, first period, and uh, both of those goals were power play goals by Iowa State. So, mm-hmm. you, know, if you, you know, if you just cut one of those penalties out, you know, you're only down, maybe you're only down one nothing, or maybe it's tied 0-0 going into the second, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. Well, hey, good, but, hey, good it for It is them. what it is, right? It is what it is, and, and good, for, uh, good for Missouri State. Congratulations again to the Ice Bears. That's, um, you know, they needed that. I think it's fair to say they needed that. Yeah, I'd call that a good weekend for those guys. You know, going 0-1-1 at home and then getting absolutely shellacked by uh, Lindenwood the next week. Um, This is a good showing. A win on the road and a one-goal loss on the road. That's... uh, Especially in Ames. I mean, that's a tough place to play. Yeah, it is. That is. That's that's why it's so fun to win there. Yeah, even though I'm... I'm sure they have some kind of a, uh, you know, crowd policy where they can't fill the place up, but still it's a tough place to go play hockey. Does it matter if they all come out of the same gene pool? Do you have to worry about that? Um, about infecting one another if, if everyone's in the same family? Well, does it go, uh, like if you're, you know, if you, your house, you don't have to wear a mask. So see if you're from the same gene pool, do you have to wear a mask at the, at the Iowa state hockey games? That's what I'm asking. I don't know. I'm just saying. Maybe we should do some research into this. And I don't really care. I don't really care. And we're on to the next topic. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's talk about uh, the Western Collegiate Hockey League. This is the WCHL podcast, after all. We had another team, I think, go down over the weekend, Andrew. Uh-oh. And I'm sorry to say, I believe it was your Oklahoma Sooners. <laughs> I got the I got the word from uh, head coach Austin Miller, who said he's going to put a pause on activities until further notice. Yeah. And so uh, that officially makes four out of the Western Collegiate Hockey League that have declared officially, whether it's by themselves or by the school telling them, um, that they're not playing. That would be Arizona State, uh, Colorado State, UNLV, and now Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, we, had that, we had that Zoom meeting 
on Monday night with all the with all the players and uh yeah that was not a lot of fun to sit there and and tell those kids that uh we're not going to get to go yeah that's gonna stink it's gonna stink not a not a fun phone call and zoom meeting to be part of yeah yeah well hopefully they understand and um you know now it's uh now it's up to you and, and coach miller to uh get all those boys and and uh get your new recruits get them all vaccinated before the uh before the season starts up in the fall yep. and that way we don't have to worry about it. we can just go out and go yeah. play hockey in the fall just that's what i'm looking forward to i'm ready to i'm ready to play some games now let's see here, Colorado. So, so that's four that are officially down. Yep. Um, we have one that's playing Missouri State. So that leaves five that are out there. Utah, their uh, general manager is wallpapering houses now yes, in Minnesota. He's, he's, yeah, he's taking up part time wallpapering. <laughs> full time, I think. I think it's full time. <laughs> oh, poor AJ. Um, uh, Arizona and Grand Canyon are still trying to um, find a way to play. Uh, in late February or March, but they're also looking realistically as, hey, even if we do play, um, you know, what are the chances of us going to nationals and, you know, what what restrictions or limitations or protocols are they going to require at nationals and will they meet the the heightened standards that we're requiring here as an institution? And so, yeah, that's a tough nut for those guys. And and it's a big... uh... And it's a big uh, expense too, right? With, Huge. With a lot of unknowns. Huge. Why spend twenty, thirty thousand dollars in season, if just to find out that you know nationals isn't going to be doing the same standard of testing that uh, that you're yeah. requiring or that your school is requiring? So boom, all of a sudden you've lost twenty, thirty thousand dollars. Yeah, and, and for what, right? For what? So yeah, that's they're they're in a tough spot, and part of that is through the ACHA's doing, and we'll we'll talk about that here after the break. Um, Colorado officially is down until February first, but as we've said before, I've heard very unofficially that they're just going to be down. Um, I'll have to follow up with the guys up in Colorado here to find out what's if they've if things have changed, if the outlook has changed. But um, my sense is that Colorado will soon be down, and then. Um, yeah. That leaves uh, that leaves Central Oklahoma. Central Oklahoma has the same issue, kind of that uh, Arizona Grand Canyon have, in that um, they have heightened uh, protocol, heightened return to play conditions that they uh, need to adhere to. But they also they're requiring an administrative sign off at a higher at a very high level, and I don't yeah. know that they're going to get any nibbles or bites <laughs> at that. So yeah, good good luck on that one, right? Yeah, I mean it's unfor- I mean I I get it. I get it. Everyone's worried about liability. We talked about this last week, but um, it just puts the, you know, nobody wants to make the, the tough decision. And that's that, that's probably going to be the theme of, of, of some of our my, my gritching later on. Nobody wants to make the tough decision. And so, unfortunately for UCO, they've put it off. Uh, instead of saying yay or nay, and, you know, uh, they, they've put it off on other teams and other schools to come back with yeah. a... Uh, you know, yeah, and, and come back with a permission slip, basically. And if you don't have it, well, then they can go. Well, hey, we tried, but uh, no yeah. such luck. Kind of, kind of one of those things. Not my circus, not my monkey type deal, right? Yeah, I like it. See, that's why you are a hockey guy. You just boil it all <laughs> down one sentence. I jibber jabber yeah. on, and you go, "Whoop! Not my circus, not my monkey," and everybody understands. Yeah. Boom, done. I'm telling you, <laughs> you, you should host this podcast, and we'd be over oh, with yeah. by now. Oh yeah. 
<laughs> just just what we need. Oh, geez. All right, so there's the WCHL update. We've got one team playing, four teams that are officially out, or, you know, officially out, and then five teams that are kind of up in the air, but nah, not, not on, looking good. On life support. On life support. Hey, last week, uh, Andrew, and the ACHA, we did have some notable games, and I'm not yes, talking about I'm not talking about Midland going up to Minot, why not Minot, and just getting absolutely... Oh, just getting shellacked. Oh, <laughs> oh 7-4 and 14-4. Oh, yeah, that's a that's a beating. You know what? It's one thing to take a beating on the first night. It's a, another thing on the second night to just well, and to, and to have to go to Minot to have it to to do that too. You know, I mean, yeah, that was, oh. that that tells me, and this is just me talking. Remember, I'm commissioner of that B conference, so I got to watch what I say. And Midlands mm-hmm. in the B conference, but that tells me um, usually the big blowouts happen in game one, and then game yes. two. The other team kind of lets off the gas a little bit, and the team that got blown out, you know, has some fire in their belly, and they want to—they're embarrassed, so they want to come back. Exhibit A for that. Look at Missouri State. What happened, right? Yep. They got shellacked thirteen to three, and then they came back the next night and make it a four to nothing game or something like that, seven to nothing. I don't know what it was. Um. So you know, first night's usually the blowout. Second night's usually a little bit closer. Not this one. That tells me that Midland kind of quit and uh, didn't even want to be there. Just yeah, just kind of shut her down a little bit. Yeah, wow. uh, it's a and it's a so you go up there, you get beat seven to four and fourteen to four or whatever it was. Yep, it's a twelve-hour bus trip Ooh. from from Midland to Minot. Oh my gosh, in Can a raging in a, in a snowstorm. Oh, it had to have been. Yeah, yeah. What a deal. But, hey, thanks, but no thanks. Yeah, pass, pass. Yeah, yeah hey, in, pass. in the B Conference, McKendry uh, hosted Waldorf for a couple of games, and McKendry uh, beat Waldorf six, oh, excuse me, six to two and eight to four. Um, I think I called that one too. Yeah, yeah, you probably did. Um, yeah, I think I called that one. That's, I don't, you know, Waldorf hasn't won a game all season, so that was probably pretty easy to call. Um, the, the, the surprising thing with Waldorf, I actually had, I, I should, I'm not going to say I had to watch the games. I watched the games cause I enjoy them. Waldorf comes out of the gate fast and they, they had leads in both games. They just don't have the depth and the manpower. Yeah. Just can't, so, just can't finish it out. Yeah. McKendry just keeps chipping away at the stone. And next thing you know, they turn a two to nothing or a, or a one to nothing game. They just turn it around and blow it out. So, uh. All right, so hey, there's the the B conference. Three of those uh, three of those teams, Midland, Waldorf, and McKendry, are in my B conference. Um, we had Indiana Tech hosting some team out of the Sioux, the Northern Ontario Junior Team. Uh, yeah, who cares? Yeah, who? Boo, who? Who cares? And then uh, hey, but the big news, Liberty. We talked about this. Liberty hosted. Oh. Another B conference team made this happen because Maryville out of the B conference pulled the shoot on Liberty. Maryville was supposed to be at Liberty last week and Maryville's um, athletic director, whoever it was, somebody at Maryville, some smart administrator said, eh, you know what? Let's not travel to the East coast due to yeah. COVID. Yeah. Thanks. But no, thanks. We're not going. So Maryville, you know, three weeks after making the game series, Maryville pulls out and, um, to their credit, Liberty finds an opponent, an NCAA Division One team, the brand new University of Long Island Sharks. How about? And so the the uh, Long Island comes down to play at the LaHaye Center. The LaHaye Center was almost completely empty. There were I did see some stragglers there, so they must have been letting some people in it from Mayberry RFD, right? <laughs> but um, 
How about this? Liberty goes out and beats the NCAA team on yeah. Friday night, two to one. Two to one. How about that? They uh, they got out, outshot fifty one to thirty, but you know what? They pulled it out. Their goaltender played lights out. Yep. And uh, yeah, what a what a heck of a game for I mean, and what a heck of a thing for Liberty, for Coach Kirk Handy, for that university. I mean, geez, Lord knows they need some good publicity over there. Yes. Um, after the year they had in twenty twenty. Um, so that was that was really and, and good for the ACHA because it shows yes. that top teams but, in the ACHA can hang with you know NCAA teams even if they're brand new NCAA teams like Long Island. Yeah, you're still you're still pulling NCAA talent though. You know it's you know I think you know good for the school and all that, but I think it's even better for uh, the ACHA. You know it's you know I. I'm totally excited that they won. You know, we, we talk about it all the time about the varsity, non-varsity mumbo jumbo and all that, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. Good for, good for the SHA to go in and, uh, and beat an NCAA program. Right. I thought it was great. And those guys, I mean, those NCAA guys that are playing there for Long Island, granted it's their first year, but that's an established head coach out of Vermont, uh, who was the assistant at Vermont. And he pulled in a bunch of NCAA transfers. Um, to field that first team. So it's not like they're playing, um, you know, the blind sisters of the poor, you know, or, you know, the Chris and Andrew All-Stars, right? They were playing, it wasn't like playing the gold diggers out of the Blazers Ice Center. They were playing real NCAA guys, and so uh, good good for them. You know what, and I saw, and it may have been you that retweeted this from uh, Liberty's coach, uh, Kirk Handy. He uh, tweeted out, I think it was on Saturday night after after their game, you know, he said three takeaways from the Liberty Long Island game. One, Liberty Hockey split the series with an NCAA D1 team. We got better this weekend and will continue to advance our program. Two, uh, Long Island Hockey has a great future with their coach, Brett Riley, and staff. And then number three, this is what I thought was great. He said, ACHA men's D1 has quality hockey programs. You know what? I couldn't, I couldn't agree more with that. Yep. Yep. And I, what I enjoyed was, um, the support that those uh, quality hockey programs in the ACHA uh, showed to Liberty. You know, Liberty's fun to make fun of and easy to make fun of. They're, <laughs> yes, they're yeah. an easy target, right? Yes. You know, religious school, underperform at nationals for the most part, always come to nationals wearing blonde. You know, they dyed their hair blonde. You know. Oh, yeah, something crazy all the yeah. time. I mean, they're, 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 a good, and, and they're a good school. They're a, good, a great program. And you can't say enough good things about uh, their, their coach. Um but it was it was really really fun and heartening to see the support that other ACHA Division One schools and programs um, were showing to Liberty. You know, everyone kind of rallied around the Flames, yeah. and uh, so yeah, I, I I didn't see. And this is just me. Granted, you know, Twitter's a selection of what you want to, you know, the news you want as opposed to the news that is actually out there. But um, I didn't see any negativity regarding Liberty playing those guys at all. So that's, uh, I, I was, I was, in, I was really thrilled to see the support that the ACHA got. Yeah, no, it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. All right, Andrew. Yeah, hey, awesome. let's, let's take a quick break. And then we come back. We'll, pl- we'll look at uh, this upcoming week's games and then we'll uh, jibber jabber on some more about uh, the state of the ACHA and a special uh, weekend that a, uh, that a WCHL, in fact, a past guest on this podcast had. Oh, oh boy. Hold on. Uh, but hey, as they say in hockey, 
Let's do that hockey. What is uh, slashing? Slashing is um, like that, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, there's a penalty for that? Yeah. Uh, and for a trip also, you know, oh. like that, and mm -hmm. for hook like this, mm -hmm. and uh, for spear, you know, like that, mm -hmm. all bad. Bad. You do that, you go to the box, you know, uh, two minutes by yourself, and you feel shame, you know, mm -hmm. and then you get free. Andrew, do you feel shame? Uh, never. You shouldn't, because you had a hell of a week after last week's, we did Fact or Fiction, and boy, I think I was, on your predictions, I think you were undefeated. I was on fire. You were en fuego. That's correct, as the big show used to say all the time. En fuego. Yeah, how about uh, that? All right, all right. Oh, wait, you know what? We missed a game on Sunday, but who cares? It was Concordia, Ann Arbor, and Rochester. Two teams that um, these were their first games of the season. Concordia, Ann Arbor, they're, they chose not to play any defense because of an 8-6 eight, eight to six game win for Concordia, Ann Arbor. But... Um, yeah, Pardon me, don't, I don't want to get my yawn in here. Yeah, really. <laughs> but the nice thing is that makes 14 teams in the uh, ACHA are now actually actively playing games. So, uh, hooray. I think I've got the 12 to 15 mark, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and so right. so we'll, we'll see. I have the yeah. 15 to 20, so. Yeah, I'm holding strong here. You're holding for the time being, for the time being. Uh, but let's look ahead at this week's games coming up, and let's focus here on uh, – on our WCHL team, the the lone team that's playing, the Missouri State Ice Bears, they're hosting the Saints out of Maryville from my Maryville B conference. Saints. Maryville is gonna, um, you know, they're gonna get on the road and uh, come down to Springfield for a little bit for a couple of games Friday and Saturday at the Jordan Valley Ice Park. So, Mister Prognosticator, fact or fiction? Do you want to play factor fiction or do you just want to do true false or do you just want to give me the uh Oh let's go factor. Let's go factor fiction. All right, factor fiction. Here we go. Factor fiction. Missouri State sweeps the weekend. Fact. Fact. Ooh, now remember, okay, before before you give me your final answer, remember Maryville always, always, always gives Missouri State a hard time at the Jordan Valley Ice Park. They do. So do they you, do, you want to rethink that? No, I'm sticking to my guns here. The uh There you go. Missouri State coming off a good weekend. They've got a little bit of momentum on their side here. I think uh, I think they'll play tough. Very nice. Very nice. Okay, well, that'll be uh, those will be fun games to watch. We'll actually, those will be broadcast by Web Sports Radio. Steve Kasten, our friend up there at Missouri State, he apparently did not, even after making a huge deal about going up to Iowa State to broadcast games, he didn't make the trip. Oh, I know. Why not? He felt shame, just like poor Dennis did there on the. Uh, he, he he got a couple <laughs> yeah, he, of minutes in the box. Apparently, he he, he felt shame. Oh he, well, he feels shame is right. But he, uh, luckily, he he is allowed at the Jordan Valley Ice Park, so he can broadcast from there. Oh boy! So uh, we'll we'll get those uh, games. Maryville yeah. from the B Conference coming down to play the big boys of Missouri State. And Andrew says it's a Ice Bears sweep, and I ice hope Bears sweep. Since this is the WCHL podcast, I hope you're right. Now, when I do the MCH podcast, which I don't do and which nobody listens to, then I, I might have to go the other way, but whatever. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, no, no, no real talent from the, uh, from the MCH side to, to cohort with on the podcast. So, <laughs> Oh, boy, you're going to get in trouble. 
That's right. You're, you're going to get in trouble. You said that, not me. That was Andrew Magerberth. Send <laughs> send the emails to sidekick at wchlpodcast slash crazyperson.com. And uh, that would be Andrew's email. Thank you. Yeah. I think they actually have a real, like, true professional podcaster on that side of the, of the, of the coin, don't they? <laughs> Not not a couple not a couple of hacks like you and I right no, no that, that's right not some non hockey folks yeah. yeah yeah I think Maryville has a nice little podcast it's called like two minutes for Ruffin because they're nice. they're the Saints you know they're like the Saint Bernards so yeah Ruffin hmm. they, it's weird they're Saints but then they call themselves dogs and it's yeah. I don't you know I just don't get it I mean what I don't know whatever. I, I, get, I don't get this confusion with, with, with mascots, right? Arizona, for instance, and I, and I know the answer to this, but it's still confusing. They're the Wildcats, yet on their football field it says bear down. Yeah. What's no, the, they're yeah. not the bears. I know what it is. It's a historical thing where the guy said, okay, yeah, bear down. I know that there's a difference. He's not talking about a bear, but still. Yeah. To the casual onlooker, it's... Yeah, who are these guys? So what do you got? You got the Maryville, they're the dogs, they're the, they're the, they're the saints. What are they? Yeah, what's going on here? I mean, they're not the San Diego, you know, uh, um, uh, dogs. You know, they're the Padres. They're the, uh, you know, so I, I don't know. Not the New Orleans. They're New Orleans. It's not the New Orleans dogs. They're the yeah. Saints, right? So yep. fi- figure it out. Yeah, turn the page. But they it, didn't ask us, did they? I was going to say, they when they made Maryville University about a week and a half ago, they did not ask yeah. us to name the yeah. mascots, so. <laughs> They forgot to ask. We were I left. We were, once again, we were left off the mascot committee. <laughs> yeah, I, I dare him. All right, uh, here we go. Factor fiction. Jamestown is going to Waldorf for a pair of games. Factor fiction. Andrew Waldorf will score five goals in one of those two games. Uh, that is fiction. Ooh. All right. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Factor fiction part two. Jamestown at Waldorf. Waldorf will score five goals on the weekend. Uh, let's see here. Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh-huh. I'm, I may have to go fiction on that, too. Wow, see? All right. Yeah. Waldorf plays out of, uh, they're out of Forest City, Iowa. They play out of Albert Lee, Minnesota. They're in my B conference. And unfortunately, they're 0 for 2020, oh. 2021. Yeah, they're 0 for 10. Yeah, so it's uh, it's kind of ugly. They've got a great coach, a great guy who's a great who's a, who's a good coach. They just don't have the numbers. It's a very yeah. very very small school. Yeah, and they, I'm looking at their roster. They got they got one kid that can that can put up points. Yeah, well, and, and then it kind of then it drops off pretty drastically after that. I think they have like 20, let's say 24 kids on the roster, and five of them are goaltenders. So it's like, unless you're going to put a power play unit out there full of attendees, I, I just don't see, uh, yeah, I don't it's, not, it's not looking well. It's not looking good for them. They've got 12 kids that have scored at least one point on the, on the season in, in 11 games. Mm-hmm. And let's see here. One, two, three of those kids have only scored assists. So yeah, not, uh, not a recipe for success right there. All right. So you're saying Walt, Jamestown is going to uh, take both from Waldorf, and uh, Waldorf won't score more than five goals on the weekend. That, yep. Take it to the bank. All right. Here we go, Andrew. This is um, th- this is Cleary out of Michigan plays against Concordia Ann Arbor, uh, a home-and-home home this weekend. 
and Adrian and Aquinas play a home and home this weekend. In fact, they play a home and home on th- starting Thursday, Saturday. So, fact or fiction, all four of those teams are out of Michigan. In Michigan, the governor of Michigan just recently um, extended their uh, contact sports um, prohibition or ban or whatever you want to call it from, it was supposed to end February 1st. It's extended now to February 21st. So, fact or fiction, the Cleary, Concordia, Ann Arbor games and the Aquinas, Adrian games, all four of the games will get played this weekend. Oh, that's not happening at all. Really? So you're saying those games will not happen? Yeah, we might as well put a postponed next to those. <laughs> not, not, not happening. All right, all right. Well, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know how yeah. they, I don't know how Concordia, Ann Arbor, and Rochester got going last uh, Sunday, unless it they snuck one in before the Michigan governor got after it. But uh, whatever. And then um, the other only other game we've got Minot State going to Botno. There's North Dakota on North Dakota violence there. So, um, how, about, how about this? I, just, I had the uh, schedule pulled yeah. up on the computer here. Yeah. And Dakota College at Botno. Mm-hmm. What's their What's the name of their venue they play in? Um the the Jack Dome. Oh, it's the greatest. It's the greatest name of arena I've ever seen. The Botno Lumber Dome. Lumber Dome, because they're the Lumberjacks. The, the Lumber Dome. That is fantastic. Do you know who's... Oh, I was going to say, uh, I thought somebody was coaching, but he's at Williston State. Our old friend from Wichita Falls, John Bocas, he's at, but he's at Williston. Yeah. I don't those, know who the guy guys, is at Botno. Those those guys win the night, as far as I'm concerned. The Lumber Dome, huh? The Lumber Dome. You think yeah. they all... think they're wearing a lot of flannel and a lot of manly men walking around there at the Lumber Dome? I, bunch of guys that are throwing sawdust on themselves to smell good when they walk in <laughs> <laughs> then you come to find out that they're the women yeah oh, no. totally. oh, oh. oh i'll have o to sawdust please <laughs> yeah Ooh. all righty andrew i think that's it for the weekend um the following weekend uh liberty and uh oh, actually on february 2nd and 3rd liberty goes to ohio to start their season so ohio will join the fray and then we're supposed to have some uh, some other teams, Western Michigan, Calvin, um, Lawrence Tech, are supposed to be um, uh, joining us, Roosevelt out of um, uh, Chicago. They're supposed to be joining us in, um, in the first weekend in February, or the first full week of February. So that should get us from 14, hopefully up to the 18 or 19 range which will uh, put the ACHA in, a, in an interesting position, at least men's division one of uh, what to do for nationals. Yeah. You know, and I know that we've talked about it the past few weeks, but uh, I'm, I'm to the point now where I'm like, you know, WTF, what is going on here? Let's make a decision and let's, you know, announce the place, whether we're going to St. Louis or whether we're going to Minot and let's announce the field or not the field, but the format. Are we doing yeah. eight teams? Or are we doing 12 teams? And let's help the teams out, like in Arizona and a Grand Canyon and a Central Oklahoma and whoever else, and say, we're going to place X, and these are the COVID requirements for place X. Yep, this is what we're doing. So, you know, get used to it. And if you can meet those standards, then join the fun. Come on and let's play here in the spring. But uh, instead, for whatever reason, and I have no clue. I mean, I have, I have a clue. I think this is just, you know, bureaucracy. Um, but, uh, in, in, you know, afraid to, uh, afraid to 
make enemies, if you will, or afraid of, of people claiming that they weren't included in the decision-making process. It's probably a better, uh, uh, more reasonable explanation, but it's just maddening and it's frustrating. And as somebody, I wish this is just me and I'm on my soapbox and I'm, forgive me, I wish someone would step <laughs> up and just make a friggin' decision, no matter whether it's good or bad or ugly, and let's live with it. Because I think that would just give some people some finality. One way or the uh, other. And, you know, if I had a team that was, we were looking at nationals, I would want to know, even though we're sitting here in January, I would want to know where nationals is at, when it is, what the format is. So I can, I can relay that to the kids. Like, Hey, you know, we got to be top eight. We got to be top 12, whatever that looks like. Right. Yep. But also to be able to make some plans of, of, Hey, you know, on this weekend, this is where we're going. This is what we got to do. You know, we're going to have to get these hotels, this bus, you know, I would, I would want some, I would want some, uh, finality just in that aspect of it right just i mean it's it is late january this is the last weekend or the last week of january and nationals is in april the 15th it's so two and a half months away and we don't know where it is we don't know what the format will be in terms of how many teams 8 10 12 20 who the heck knows i mean it could be four who the heck knows we don't even know if we're having a nationals yeah, you could have. We could have end up with nothing. Yeah, and then um, and then we don't know because we don't know where we're going. Nobody knows, uh, you know, what the what the standards are in terms of do we have to test positive? Uh, uh, do we have to show a negative test before we show up? Yep. Um, you know, is there testing at all? Are we doing just temperature checks and symptom checks? What are we doing? Um, and it's just maddening because I know there are teams. There are two teams out in Arizona that are sitting there thinking to themselves and I'm sure there are other teams around the country as well that are sitting there thinking to themselves, well, Hey, the, you know, if I spend, if I go through all these push-ups and I play a little hockey here in the spring, how do I qualify for nationals? How are the yep. teams decided to go to nationals? How many teams are coming to nationals? And, you know, do, do I, because I don't know where, where we're going, and what we're doing, those teams right now are, are just kind of shooting in the dark and hoping to hit yeah, something. No, totally. Yep, totally. You know, and now I know that the ACHA will come back and they'll say, hey, you know, we told them we're going to use the computer and one team, what, there'll be a team from each conference that's playing um, that's being representative, but, you know, that doesn't. And then we're going to use the computer rankings to figure out, you know, uh, uh, the teams, um, you know, the order and the seating of the teams. But that doesn't help. It, it, no. it doesn't help it, you know. If if no, Arizona I, and Grand Canyon are only able to play themselves, and let's use Oklahoma and Central Oklahoma, if they're only able to play themselves, you know, you know, it's your your computer ranking isn't going to be up there like Missouri State's that's playing a Lindenwood and an Iowa State. Yeah, playing all over the place. Yeah, in a, now a Maryville, and so you know, you're is it worth it to spend you know twenty thirty grand for a you know, a, a four or six week season yep. um, when you don't even know, can I qualify? And if I qualify, will, you know, will I be able to, um, you know, my, my school requires testing daily or weekly testing and uh, mask wearing, you know, what, what does the, uh, what will the ACHA as a whole require? Yep. It's just mad, maddening, maddening, maddening. I'm so I'm not mm. just, not just want to know, like, especially coach Berman out there in Arizona, you know, He's got to, if he gets to play, 
you know, he's got a good team. He's got a, he should be one of the uh, teams in contention for nationals, right? You would think. And uh, you would think, you know, and if I was him, I'd want to know like, all right, am I getting a, am I getting a, a trip planned for Minot? Am I getting a trip planned for St. Louis? You know, what, what am I looking at here? You know, I was watching the, the Midland at Minot series in the, in the poor broadcasters for Minot were, uh, I mean, they were good. Don't get me wrong. I say they were poor, but they were, they were very good, but I felt bad for them because they had, you know, it was a 14 to four butt kicking, especially on the second game. And so they had to, you know, offer some gibberish and, and just, you know, talk because the game was so out of control. so out of hand. Yeah. And they were talking constantly about, well, if the ACHA comes up to the Magic City and here in Minot for, for Nationals, you know, we'll put on a heck of an event for them. And I'm like, it's January. It's late yeah. January. We should have told them by now. We should know yeah, where we're going. What's, what's going on, yeah. I just, um, you know, I'm, it's just a frustration part on me. I'm, I, I you know, I've, I've, had my, I've had my time in the barrel. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I've... I've, uh, so, so I, I get it. I know that it's not a, a, an easy thing for those guys, an easy position for those guys to be in. It's a no win situation. Cause no matter what, what you decide to do, there's going to be somebody out there gritching. Yeah. yeah. No, that doesn't work for me. But yeah. the, but you know what the, the teams that are playing, the teams that are trying to play, they're desperate for information and they're desperate for some direction and they're desperate for some for, for for not finality, but for something solid that they can rest on that where they yes. know this fact exists and this is where we're going and this is what we're doing and um it the 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 just the fact that the ACHA and and you know, I know they got burned a little bit earlier because um the ACHA had a plan for nationals, which I thought was a great plan. It's a ten team format, conference winners only. And, um, you know, it was going to be at, uh, in St. Louis at Maryville, uh, bada bing, bada boom. And then we had a bunch of, uh, one winer in particular off of Long Island, um, just, you know, completely threw a monkey wrench into that whole thing. And, um, you know, now here we are where we're now afraid of our own shadow and afraid to make a freaking decision. And it's just maddening. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta, like you said, you gotta do it no matter good, bad or ugly. And the the irony is that team that complained the loudest isn't even going to sniff being able to play this season. Yeah, they're even going to be able to play. Yeah, yeah. So they so they screwed it up for everybody. They they literally screwed it up for everybody. There was going to be a thing. I mean, there was going to be an event. The the Western Collegiate League was going to have a playoff. We've never had a yep. playoff before. Yeah, it was going to be awesome. Well, and, and who's to say? I mean, if 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 we only had two teams or four teams playing. You know, we're, we're, it would have been different. You know, the B conference is going to have a playoff. Four teams are yep. playing. We're going to have it. Uh, that Michigan conference is going to have, theoretically, they're going to have, um, you know, six or eight teams playing. The uh, Central States League is going to have four teams playing. Those, their conference playoffs will be outrageous. That's going to be competitive because everybody is going to want to fight for a spot for nationals. Mm-hmm. And then we had this one team with a, you know, an extra loud and voice out, out East who just screwed the whole thing up for everybody Yeah, yeah. because they, you know, it's all, uh, it's just so frustrating, frustrating. So anyways, I'm, I'm a little frustrated. So nationals, there we go. 
W. <laughs> this is this is the WTF podcast. <laughs> yeah. What, the, yeah. what what are we doing here? Hey, on the plus side, the ACHA did do something good finally. Um, we talked about it last Thursday, and we didn't know when it was going to happen, but it ended up happening like later on that night. They flipped the switch, and we now have our uh, scoring system and the Hockey Tech, uh, the league stats supplied by Hockey Tech is now up on the ACHA website. So it's not the best, but it sure is a heck of a lot better than what we had. Hey, I, uh, I've been using it all night while we've been sitting here talking. It's, uh, you know, it's a lot easier to navigate than the last system. Yeah, and it's uh, it's it's easy to it's easy to follow, and um, it's really it, I think it's only going to get better. Um, yeah, you know, thank, again, thank goodness that we had the pandemic hit, so that you know, the, can you imagine if the ACHA had gone into a full season with that oh, scoring is. system we had in the fall? Oh man, this thing would have been an absolute mess. Oh, I mean, just take us all out and run us over with a Mack truck, right? <laughs> <laughs> totally. I mean, come on, and then back up and do it again. I mean, yeah. we would have deserved it too. But um, this this hockey tech thing is it's league stats is the name of the stats package or the product, and it is slicker than snot. It's what um, junior leagues and uh, minor pro leagues use, and it's um, it's impressive. We were just talking about. Um, well, let, let's let's take a look here. Like for instance, uh, Ray Zimmerman from Iowa State. On Saturday night, he had a goal. He had two goals, actually. His 12th and 13th of the season. Why do we know that? Because hockey stats accumulates tells, that kind of stuff. Tells you right there, right? Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's just insane. They tell us. Um, now, granted, it's only as good as the information that we put in there, but it's pretty darn slick. And um, um, I know that... Um, I know that for, for broadcasting purposes, it, it supplies like a 53-page media kit. You can check on the um, – it's – it's. I mean, I'm not going to say it's the uh, bee's knees. It's not better than sliced bread or canned beer. But I'm telling you what, it's a lot better than what we had. Hey, and, I, and you know, the just the player stats alone, you know, I'm sitting here looking at it, you know, just the player stats alone, you can, you can trust what you're seeing. You know, the other thing I like is you can select rookies. Yep. So anybody that's been flagged with as with rookie status, you can pull it up. You know, Jaron Huglin from University of Mary, 22 games played, 10 goals, 9 assists for 19 points. Boom, well, done. Not bad. Gotta like it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy. Yeah, I I'm like happy. it. All right, hey, uh, the the big news of the of the week, at least as it comes to the WCHL podcast, was we had a our, one of our special guests, um, a former guest here on this podcast, got to play in an NCAA game over the last weekend. Bronson Moore, who is the uh, number one goaltender for Arizona State's uh, team that plays in the Western Collegiate Hockey League, yep. he got he got called up over the Christmas break to the big team to Arizona State's NCAA team. Uh, one of their three goaltenders, Arizona State's NCAA team, for those that don't know, they're playing right now, but they're playing all their games on the road. So they had a 39-game road trip to start the season, and they're in the midst of a 36-day, it's a yeah, not 39-day, not 39 games, it's 39-day road trip to start the season, and now uh, they're in the midst of a 36-day road trip. And so Bronson, uh, one of the three goaltenders for Arizona State, got mono. And so he is out for the rest of the season. And uh, Bronson got called up to be the number three on the NCAA team. 
Good for him. Yep. So he joined the team in Notre Dame, and um, he did not play. Um, and so, but he's he's with the team and he's traveling with them. You know, school is online and it's remote and all that kind of stuff. So they're not missing out on anything. Yeah, they can they can still do their homework and all. They went to uh, go play last Thursday night. It was, um, in fact, the yeah last Thursday when we played uh, when we did our podcast, Andrew, live from Andrew's office. It was um, Thursday night at the uh, Mariucci Center at the University of Minnesota. Arizona State was uh, uh, they were they were just getting pummeled. It was eight to nothing um, oh. in the third period. And uh, Minnesota has Minnesota's the number four team in the nation, and they had just yeah, they, they, they had just been swept, so they were upset. You know, whoever their next opponent was was in for a world of hurt, and it just happened to be that was Arizona State. And then Arizona State's got they're dealing with you know all, their, all the games are on the road. They're dealing with COVID issues and injuries, so it was just not a recipe for uh, for good things to happen for the Sun Devils. No, no, not at all. Eight to nothing uh, with about uh, thirteen minutes to go in the third period, and Coach Greg Powers pulls the number two goaltender and puts in Bronson Moore, and Bronson Moore um, played uh, uh, the rest of the game, made uh, six saves on eight shots. And had uh, he was the highlight of the evening there for Arizona State, and uh, so great for him. He had a great toe. Yeah, he had a great toe save that made uh, national news. Really? Oh yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, it was sick. And uh, he's so so good. Good for good for our yeah. friend Bronson. Yeah, good for him. You know, he's, like he's, I like he's now big time. I don't think he'll he, come back to the podcast. Yeah, he's he's big time now. The uh, you know he's a good kid. He loves to make fun of you and yes, he and, does <laughs> and, and pick at you. So you know he God bless his soul. You know you got to love the kid for that. <laughs> he's a, he's he's a great guy. Yes, he, he is. He 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 cracked my daughter up. My daughter, we go walking into the uh, into the rink up in Fort Collins, and uh, he's just coming off the ice for warm-ups or something. And he goes, whoa, look at this. I didn't know they allowed celebrities in here today. <laughs> yeah. And he just starts busting my balls right from the <laughs> right from the get-go. And my daughter's like, what's going on, Dad? Yeah, who is this kid? <laughs> yeah, do you know him? Does he know you? Is, is, who does he think you are? So I was like, no, I know that kid. He's a good kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know him. I'll get him later. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have him on a podcast, and we'll get him. Yeah. Later. Yeah, well, good, good for Bronson. He, I, yeah, I, no, that's awesome. I texted with him a couple of times because that was pretty damn exciting for him. And uh, he says, "Hey, he just wanted. To, he was hoping to get a, a pair of shoes out of the whole deal, right?" Yeah, that's all he wanted was a pair of shoes. That's all he wanted was a pair of shoes out of the whole deal. And then he sends me a picture, Andrew. He has every stitch of clothing that Adidas makes for Arizona State athletes laid really? out on a rug in his in his house. Yeah, he's just, just loaded to the gills. Oh, bags, shorts, three pairs of shoes, um, um, uh, uh, winter jackets, warm-up jackets, you know, tea, long-sleeve tees, short-sleeve tees. It's insane. That's awesome. It's good for him. So uh, yeah, we no, couldn't a, be happier awesome. for him and couldn't be happier for uh, for the Arizona State Club team because now they get to use that as a as – a Claim to fame. Dang, dang right. It's a recruiting tool. Come on. You, yeah. You know, you got married. You never know what could happen. Never know. You might get the call. Yep. So very good. Yeah. What else? You know, we, go ahead. Well, you know, we we kind of use we have some recruiting tools here at, at Oklahoma. So let's not get carried away. Oh God. Yeah. I mean, you don't. You, you don't count. Yeah. You, you come to the University of Oklahoma. You know, you might have a chance encounter with the Tiger King. You know, you never know. 
You never know. Andrew, you're going to make me spit out my water. The Tiger King. (laughs) That's not good. Are you trying to say you come to the University of Oklahoma and you get to maybe go to federal prison? Is that what you're saying? Oh, Lord. How about that? How about that? That guy, he had a a limo the night of, on the 19th. They had a limo outside the the Fort Worth uh, prison waiting for him to get pardoned. To, to pick him up and bring him home, and it, it didn't happen. It wasn't just any limo. Did you see? It was a Ford F one fifty stretch. Yeah, stretch limousine. Truck and, oh yeah, it had it had a hair and makeup team in it, ready to go and all that, so they could pick him up at midnight and, and haul him back to Oklahoma. No, didn't happen. No, no, yeah, it didn't happen. What a uh, what a deal that is, huh? Yeah, what a turn of events. Yeah, poor Joe Exotic. Yeah, poor guy. And conspired to kill a woman, and now he's going to actually pay. have to pay the piper. Yeah, well, it's what you get for serving uh, old meat on pizza to, to unsuspecting folks, you know? Well, <laughs> you I, get what you pay for. Yeah, well, they, 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 I think that it fully, what you just said fully explains why that stretch limo was sitting outside the uh, Fort Worth medical facility, too. Um, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. you get what you pay for. He, got, he has some poor lawyering, and instead of spending money on... Uh, trying to Andrew I saw where there were some people that spent $750,000 on lawyers to lobby for a pardon and those people did not get it. Could you imagine? And supposedly from uh from what I read with with the Joe Exotic folks they spent like $10,000 flying to Washington DC to stay at the Trump hotel. And, you know, make a big scene to be seen and, you know, to be down yeah. there in the lobby when all the, you know, big grand poobahs of the politics come walking through. And then uh, the, then they go and spend a, uh, however much it is on that god-awful F-150 limo. <laughs> and they expected to get a pardon. The, the respectable, uh. respectable white-collar criminals, you know, uh. paid three-quarters of a million dollars and didn't get a pardon. What makes Joe? What makes the Netflix Tiger King Joe Exotic think he's going to spend? You know, maybe ten, maybe fifteen thousand bucks, and yeah, yeah, it's it's nutty, isn't it? Yeah, well, especially when you when you Come knew on. who he was asking, right? Come on, oh lord! When you if you, the the guy who he was asking would never be caught dead with anybody from Joe Exotics, no. You know, Pedigree, neck of the woods, nothing. Yeah, I mean the the, the attire, the oh, uh-huh. none of that. You know, he's he's all into he was all into business suits, and you know, how can you uh-huh. help me? What what's he gonna do? Send uh, send Tiffany a little tiger cub or something? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean that ain't gonna God. work. Yeah, I, I cracked up though when I saw that that they had the the stretch limo, the whole nine yards, waiting to pick him up, and and he didn't get out. You were probably hoping he'd drive by drive by your house on the highway. You'd be out there on the highway saying, "We love you, Tiger King." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, what a disaster that was for 2020. I saw also, I guess last week, um, when when that didn't happen, that uh, the guy that took over the 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 farm, the Tiger Farm, uh, was ordered by a uh, by a judge here to give up all the uh, all the tigers or else. So yeah, Je- he- Jeff Lowe is now out of the tiger business. Yeah, he. I saw he got he got in trouble for some tigers, and then what did he, he lost the he lost the farm, the lost the land or whatever to Carol Baskin in a in a federal in a federal uh, case here in Oklahoma City. Yep, a month or two ago. Yeah. Yep. Well, and then he moved yeah. everything down to his new place down at the, at the casino on the Oklahoma Texas border, 
And Ugh. and that's where the judge shut that place down too. And his wife, if you remember, for those of you who haven't seen the Netflix uh, show Tiger King, you got to watch it. It's it's insane. Oh, you got to do do yourself a favor and watch it. His but Jeff Lowe's wife, um, Jeff Lowe has got to be every bit of fifty or sixty, and the wife is mid twenties. Yeah. Um, and she apparently is now making money doing a pseudo porn thing on nice. OnlyFans.com. Well, you know. Yeah, well... Why, it, why wouldn't you? Posing with these little tiger cubs in, like, <laughs> next to nothing. And, uh, well, the judge apparently shut that down, too. Yeah, well, you know, why wouldn't you? Yeah, it took... Now, I guess she's free to do the OnlyFans and all the naked, whatever it is that she's doing on there, but with, now without the cubs, because all the tigers got taken away from those guys. Yeah, if, if, if you know, if, if you guys are out there and you haven't seen Tiger King, do yourselves a favor and watch it. Mm-hmm. But just watch it with an open mind that that's that does not represent all of Oklahoma. You know, it just represents <laughs> your your side of Oklahoma, not mine. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, please, please, that is. I was going to say that is not indicative of 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 the white ninja and myself. That is not at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too oh, funny. Lord. All right, Andrew. Well, hey, what else is going on? Anything else to anything else to to go on? Last time we talked a lot of food, you know. Yeah, any, we did. Yeah. Any 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 grand news? Uh, you know what? I do not have any grand news today. I'm yeah. kind of boring since last week. I'm telling you what, get you I'm, out of your office and all the, all the fun and the excitement goes away. Yeah, I am. I am not that exciting this week. All right. All right. All right. Well, that's, uh, that's kind of disappointing here. I've got, I've got something for you. We have a football game oh, coming up here. Super Bowl Sunday. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, Tampa Bay, the Buccaneers, uh, Tom Brady and his merry band of Buccaneers, Going up against uh, Pat Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. Um, so, and it's going to be played in Tampa Bay. Uh, so here we go. It's a little so they're, uh, post. So they're the. Go ahead. They're the first home. They're the first home team to play a Super Bowl in how many years? No, they're the first team to play the Super Bowl at home ever in 50 Is it ever? Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I knew it. I knew it had only maybe not been done, but maybe once. But yeah, yeah. this is what fifty-four Super Bowl fifty-four, I think. Yeah, and it's never been done. Never been done. Home team is, <laughs> or, or yeah, the, the 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 A team has never played in their home stadium ever. So <laughs> here here it is. It's the way too early predictions from Andrew. Um, late January, we're going to have another week of hype. Who's going to win it? The Chiefs or TB twelve? I'm I am going the Kansas City Chiefs. Really? I am I am going the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, that's probably a smart pick. Yeah, better Young. quarterback. Young, a lot of weapons. Yeah, yeah, better team. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about better quarterback because uh, Mahomes is uh, saddled with some turf toe and uh, yeah, and a bad haircut. He, and uh, he does have a bad haircut. Yeah, and then uh, and you know, and I would say that Travis Kelsey from the Chiefs is probably better than Gronkowski right now. Yeah, and, yeah, at, the, at this current date. Yeah, yep, at this current date, and I'd say that the running backs uh, for the Chiefs. Um, all of which I cannot name are probably better than uh, Leonard Fournette for the Buccaneers. Uh, they got uh, that, they still have Damian Williams, don't they? The OU kid. No, no, no. He sat out. He pulled out for COVID Did reasons. Uh, There's a kid named do. Williams, but it's not. It's an LSU Williams, not an Oklahoma Williams. Oh, it, you know who they got? The Kansas City has uh, that Clyde Edwards-Hilaire from LSU. Oh, okay. Well, and yeah. who I know they do have definitely is the freak Tyreek, Tyreek Hill. Yeah, he's um, quick. Yeah, he is. He used to play down here at Oklahoma State and, and before he got kicked off the team. So, 
ended up at South Alabama. But uh, okay, so Andrew's going with the Chiefs. That means I've got to go with the, with the, uh, with the uh, I was going to say the Patriots with the Buccaneers. Um, uh, yeah. Sorry about your sorry about your loss. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. Well, what's uh, what's a go to? Uh, give me Andrew's go to Super Bowl um, Super Bowl snack. Uh, Don't say I'm beer. <laughs> Why not? No, they, uh, <laughs> I am going to go uh, cheese sauce. Cheese sauce? Cheese sauce. What the yeah. hell kind of snack is that? You What do you just put a straw in there and start sucking or what? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, little, uh, yeah, well, well, sausage cheese sauce. They uh, lightly drizzled over some chips. Mm-mm-mm. Oh gosh! All right, all right. All right. It's actually it's actually what I had for dinner the other night. Oh God, Andrew, are you sure you weren't in the Tiger King? Golly, what was it? Sunday night. That's what we had for dinner. Cheese sauce. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness, yeah. Andrew. Yeah. How about that? That's how about that is kind of sad. That's how about that. <laughs> Yikes! All right. Well, I'm. Uh, I no, thought my uh, little. Sm- I thought my little Smokies smothered in barbecue sauce was going to be uh, pretty Gag gross. Gag me with a spoon. Oh, see, yeah, gig, yeah, because you'll be trying to suck, strawing up you using a, a metal straw on all your cheese sauce. Oh my god! Gag me with a spoon. I'm telling you what. All right. Well, hey, let, let's let's do this. Let's uh, before we get out of here, I want to say a special thanks to Steve from California who texted us over the weekend. He's still a. Uh, they're not able to play hockey out there in California, so he's taking his kids to Utah, Nevada, and um, in Arizona for games, so that he so that his kids can play. But he he's a loyal listener to the WCHL podcast, and uh, he was pretty excited with Liberty beating Long Island. So we want to say a special hello to a listener. I don't know what's that make him seventeen, eighteen listener. Yeah, Steve. 16, yeah, seventeen. Yeah, and then. Um, uh yeah so let's let's say thank you to them let's say thank you also to uh to everyone who's um following or still following along here at the wchl podcast during this terrible covid type of a season that we're having i hope i hope we're all going to be able to get together here in the fall because i'm seeing some good news now in the in the news about vaccinations and everybody uh you know getting we're going to have you know a lot of supply here through the end of the spring, summer, before the fall gets going, and school's going to get back in, uh, back to regular business in the fall 2021. So that's that's something to look forward to, some positivity, because I am Mr. Positive, actually. So, um, uh, yeah. So, so thanks to everyone who's hung with us throughout this uh, throughout the season. Congratulations again to Missouri State for being the only team to play and for actually winning a game this past week. That's awesome. And uh, good luck uh, against the uh, the Bears or the Saints or whatever they are, the the, the hush puppies of Maryville University. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, and we want to. If you follow the Western Collegiate Hockey League, I need to update the website. It's westernchl.com. Uh, follow us on Twitter at westernchl. You can also follow us on Twitter at wchlpod. And uh, congratulations. Let's also say uh, hello to our friend from uh, Lindenwood who asked about the, uh, the scoring system and about how the, the, he was wanted to know about the terrible scoring system uh, that we used to have and, you know, could it get any worse than point streak? And we hope that, um, we hope that you're happy with the hockey tech um, uh, system that we have now. And so uh, we're, we're glad to provide a better system because we all recognize that first one was not good. No bueno. Yeah. Yeah, this one. This one's going to be good. Yeah, this one will work out for us. All right, Andrew, I look forward. This is a weekly thing now, huh? 
It is a weekly thing. We're back in the groove of it. Back in the groove. It's almost as suboptimal as a regular season. It is. It is. All right, Andrew. I'm going to hit the magic button. You ready to get us out of here? I am ready. Here we go. All right, everybody have a good week. Stay safe out there. Take care of each other, and we will catch you next week.